everybody, and welcome to another episode of Afterburn. Morning, Holly. Good morning. How, How are you, Mario? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm still a little bit sore from our workout today. It was hard. It was a, it was a sweater. Who do we have on the phone, Holly? We have the owner of F45 Maple Grove, Jason Neldner. Jason Neldner, who is an incredible human being. Uh, got to know him. And Jason, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks, Mario. So, Jason, how long have you owned the F45 in Maple Grove? Uh, just over two years. We opened uh, October of 2021. And, Jason, uh, do you have a favorite workout at F45? <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship, but um, Redline uh, was my first class, uh, which convinced me I liked it so much to open one. It's probably the hardest class, too. <laughs> so it really uh, challenges me, um, the format, but I, I love it. At the end, you know you, you gave it your all, um, so I, I love it and hate it both in one fell swoop. <laughs> and uh, for F45 and me personally, um, I needed a place where I, I'm a team player. Um, I really like working out with someone, um, both from, I think, challenging myself, um, but also just that um, support and kind of common goal situation. Thank you for uh, sponsoring these podcasts. It's really important. I have to tell you that we had our first several downloads in Australia today. Woo-hoo. Can you believe it? Wow. Well, that's the birthplace of F45 training. So oh, there you awesome go. <laughs> so that's probably why. I was going more Lord of the Rings, but that's fine. I'll take uh, F45. We thought it was Frodo. Jason, have a wonderful day, and uh, I hope we can have you on the show more than just this time. We'd like to have you on more often. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you, Jason. Take care. Um, what's new besides seeing you three hours ago at the gym? We don't <laughs> talk at the gym. In three hours. What is new? You were on a phone call. It's a new year. We have, it is. Yeah. And how's, uh, our last show, uh, our new year's resolution show, uh, from last week, mm-hmm. um, we had people from all over the world listening to our show. That's we're, what you said. We're pretty big time right now. I, and I think we doubled our downloads. Oh yeah. Totally doubled our downloads. So really proud of the, the one person that <laughs> accidentally clicked on afterburn in australia Thank i wonder you what that. i wonder what that person was thinking like it was something like maybe he had after burn for real like like heartburn indige- and digestion you know so he yeah. had this like maybe this is the afterburn maybe they call it, maybe with their accent not making fun of anyone from australia but i don't do an australian accent i do a irish accent you are very good, good at the irish accent yeah the irish accent i'm pretty good at yeah but i'm not going to attempt the australian accent because that, be that listener <laughs> or listeners in Australia may stop listening to us. Yeah. So, because we fair. love everybody we do. here at Afterburn. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We had uh, Germany again and Belgium. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. Someone in Germany. I'm really upset that we didn't get England this time. I think Jason's dad did not like the show. I guess and, not. And not listening. But we got a Washington, so I'm pretty sure it's his brother. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, so, David. Thanks, thanks, David. What if it wasn't him? Well, we thanked him for nothing. Now he's listening. <laughs> but now we obligated him to listen to, listen to the yep. show because we thanked him. So, yep. David, that was a preemptive thank you. Yes. Uh, wow. 
That's are we are we in an are we under an invasion right now? There's an airplane. The microphones are picking up an airplane Pause, flying over our studio here, Studio One A, um, in Burbank, <laughs> California. We're not really there. So uh, today's show is going to talk about coping mechanisms and boundaries. That's what you come up with. Yeah, that's those are big topics. I mean, those are big topics and. So you've come up with these. So I'm going to let you kind of lead. Oh, yes, don't shake well, your head at me. You you de- definitely came up. You with, came up with coping. I coping. came up with boundaries. Oh well, so coping is an important part yeah. of it. Like boundaries I, can be part of coping. Yes. Sure. Well, understanding the boundaries mm-hmm. in whatever aspect of life, whether it be a relationship, your job, whatever the ca- case may be, knowing boundaries is important mm-hmm. in anything. Um, I think men struggle. With boundaries? With boundaries. I think, well, like in what way? Well, understanding where, what, I think. Understanding other people's boundaries? Totally. (laughs) Especially like significant others and Uh understanding that it's not about them. I think personally, I'm going to get some guy hate here, but I think personally, once you figure out how to coexist with your partner, that's a female and understand that, listen, you don't know it all. They, they got it under control. Um, and learning to play in that arena makes it so much easier to get through life. And that's where boundaries come in, I think. Um, and understanding, um, I see, I see you and Jason, the way your relationship pitch, which is kind of messed up, but it's not messed up. Wow. I mean, it's, it's very like you could use some work and some boundaries. Yeah. I, you guys need some one-on-one sessions with your own therapist here. Um, but so I'll ask you, like, when you, th- uh, something my therapist told me a while back is understanding empowering, empowering your partner, okay. empowering, like, what is, what does empowering someone mean to you and having boundaries in the same respect of that? Like, so how, I'll ask you, like, wh- what is that? Like, how do you empower your husband? I don't know if I've ever thought about empowering Jason. Really? I mean, not in a bad way, but like that's not something we've used in our. Is it? Vernacular. Is that not the right word I'm thinking of here? I don't know. Empower. What? It, what was the context? I mean, I I absolutely support embracing and Am support like his, you know, desires to do things or, but I don't I don't know. Well, like I think maybe that's maybe the support is yeah. better. Let's start over. <laughs> How do you I give your husband you, power? <laughs> Supporting your husband, supporting your significant other, your partner, whatever you have in your life, yeah. supporting them and making sure that they don't lose their autonomy mm-hmm. um, and respecting their boundaries. How does that look like? Uh, how does that look in your life? Like, how does how do you how do you think people should broach that situation? Uh, well, I think it's always situational so i think what it comes down to is communication i think it always comes down to communication so i have a good example we were just talking yesterday about um i saw a i saw a calendar invite come through um he put something on the calendar then it was for a bachelor party coming up in april on my birthday wow And then, so we're taking a big trip and we're going to be, we get back April 6th. My birthday's April 12th. He's going to be gone for this bachelor. So I had a visceral response to it. And I honestly don't even, usually I don't even really care. Mm -hmm. We'll celebrate it at some point. Right. Um, But for some reason it bugged me 
And so I, I broached the topic and he also is a gamer. So he does, he, he games with a group of friends every other Friday. D and D and D D and D and I support that. So that goes back to what we were just talking about. It brings him so much joy. Sure. He loves it. It's a great group of people. Um, so he brought, so he had sent this invite. I or this calendar notification. I had a response to it. Enter the dragon. I said, Hey, that's my birthday. And he's like, well, it's the only day we weekend. We can do it before the wedding. And I, I also probably need to game on that Friday, which is actually my birthday. Wow. So he's going to game on Friday and then he's going to go leave for the wow. bachelor party. This is getting good. I know it was great. It was a great discussion. Um, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> so we had a fist fight. Yeah. Speaking of communication. In the left corner. But what it took, and to his credit, he is very, when he notices that, I get defensive. I was annoyed. Um, and I was like, what I wanted, and eventually I got there. I told him, I said, honestly, so I would really just like you to say, hey, no, it's Holly's birthday. I can't do it. Say it to who? Like to the, the bachelor, people that, bachelor party, the gamers, the gamer, everybody. everybody. Like, it's Holly's birthday. Okay. And, and sometimes it was interesting. I'm not sure why I cared so much. I, actually, I think I do know why I cared so much. Because some days I would be like, that's not a big deal. But I think it was, it, it just came through in email. And right. I'm like, does he even know it's my birthday? Oh, it came through in an email? Well, the oh, because calendar. of the invitation. He put it yeah. on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, did, did he realize that that's my birthday? Was he not thinking about it? Does he not care about it? So that was my first reaction. Do I really care if we celebrate on my birthday? Ultimately, no. But I think right. that's why I had that reaction. And then he doubled down with, well, it's the only time I can do it. And I have to game because we're going to be gone for the two Fridays before that. So then I'm leaving my group hanging. And so I just felt very dismissed. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it took a couple hours for us to like communicate off and on because we were working. It was a work day. But ultimately, he told me he apologized that he should have thought about how he sent that first mm-hmm. and said, of course, you are more important. And I should have thought about that. And then I also had to come to grips of like, this is not that big of a deal. Right. But this is what I was feeling and validate that. And like, how do we move forward? We can celebrate an- another weekend. We can celebrate another day. I just felt dismissed. He wasn't thinking. And we had a conversation. So I think it really goes back to the conversation. Because you can't just set, you can't like boundaries and support don't um, solve every situation that's going to come up. Totally. So the, 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 the key is really communication and understanding how you feel, communicating that and figuring out what you need going forward. It's like getting and a text hard. message from someone that like, what do you mean by this? And then after it's like, well, this is what I meant. Like, it's not, it, it's not that big of a deal, but in, in a situation like that, yeah. that's a pretty big one. I, know. I started getting nervous when you were telling the story, <laughs> thinking of like, oh my God, am What's I going to get in trouble happen? for this because of Jason's <laughs> decision? To go? And let's face it. There's a lot worse things yeah. that Jason could be doing on a Friday night with his buddies. Absolutely. Well, and, that, and that's, I told him, I'm like, I never want to be the one that says no. Right. I don't, I want you to go to the bachelor party. I want you to go. I've heard you say friends. no several times. Uh, well, just I so mean, you know, like, that's, that's part of boundaries. Right. No, I just really run with it. Yeah. And I, and I've heard it too. Like, you know, like here, try this. No. Oh, what? what where did that come from? No. Um, a complete so sentence. I, and, and I get that. But so, 
Okay, so in that situation, um, the boundary that you found is within you or within him? Like, I don't know that was I Was it said, your boundary or his boundary? I don't know that there was a boundary. What I, what I ultimately came to was realizing that what made me defensive and mad was I felt completely dismissed. Right. So what I needed to do in that moment is tell him that. Like, I just felt dismissed. You're making plans with two other groups of people on my birthday. Right. Without even consulting me. Right. And um, so I don't know if it's a boundary, but it was, I had to be clear about that and say, and what I need is for you to talk to me first about it or say, hey, I know it's your birthday and I've got these other things going on. How can we fi- how can we figure it so out? So let's let's talk about his sense of autonomy now. Like he he wanted to make those plans. Obviously, he did. He put a calendar <laughs> event. <laughs> he wanted to, and he did, and he did. So that's his autonomy, mm-hmm. keeping maintaining that, not yeah. losing that within a relationship. Um, but you, when you sparked off this story of Jason's demise, um, <laughs> you. Communication is what you said is the key, right? Like being able to talk. And I think, like I know for myself from experience, uh, sometimes talking about the hard stuff or the things that you may have resistance on, it's easier just not to talk about it and try, you know, beg for forgiveness basically, right? And I think uh, as men, that's that's pretty much a go-to for a lot of men is they, they're not going to be like, hey, honey, I, is it okay if I game on Friday on your birthday? Like, how would that have been different? If he would have came to you and said, hey, I know it's your birthday on this Friday, but I really want to game with my buddies on D&D and we're going to be gone this other Friday, so we're not going to be able to. So I'd like to do it that evening. Would your answer have been different? Yes. What would your answer have been? Um, Hell no. <laughs> yeah, it would still be no. It's my birthday. It would have been no, but I would have been less angry about it. No. Um, <laughs> no, then we would ha- then it's an open discussion like, okay, well let's find another So you were to brought to the table. You yeah, were brought to the included. table and you were included. I was it, he didn't just dismiss that it was or forget that it was my birthday. Right. Um, and you know, thinking back to yesterday because this happened yesterday, I was also extremely tired. And Wait, so, this happened yesterday? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. This is fresh, man. Wow. I was uh, here yesterday. That's why you guys weren't talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> tense. No. That's why I brought pizza last night to make <laughs> things better. He told me. And then me. everything was fine. Everything was better with pizza. I was hungry and tired. Right. But for real, I was really tired. And so, and I didn't feel great yesterday. Well, you had a sore so, back, didn't you? Didn't I you had a you? sore back. Yeah. And I didn't sleep well. And, um, I think every, I, the letdown from the holiday break, everybody's finally gone yeah. and I kind of just wanted to sleep all day. So that had an impact too. And we have to be aware of how stress and exhaustion and, mm-hmm. you know, just how we're feeling that day impacts how we re- respect, react to things. Yeah. And we were talking in our last podcast about how we can armor up in certain sure. situations. And then we react in ways that we don't really want to. And in that response i was mad so i was sarcastic with him um and i was like i tried to make light of it but it was kind of mean sarcasm and then i also didn't want to talk about it i just wanted to hide in a corner i'd like i just wanted to shut down and so those are the ways i armor up with jason specifically but eventually i took a deep breath and just said i just want to like i just wanted you to i just felt like it was you wanted acknowledgement yeah acknowledgement and he did and to his credit, he's really good about that. And he's like, yeah, that was not cool of me. I could have handled that differently. Well, knowing him the way I do, 
it's I you know if if I heard of a situation externally like that, hey Jason booked an evening with his buddies and uh on my birthday instantly my knee jerk is not like spiteful or oh, no. towards not you it was more of like yeah that's this is you know we'll celebrate your birthday in two weeks from now you know <laughs> whatever or whatever you know and let's be honest holly at our age does it really matter anymore um like, maybe oh maybe i like birthdays do you um i do i like i like a reason to celebrate but you're getting younger even more reason to celebrate to see how I did that, guys. You can't say older. 43 is a monumental age. It is? No, it's not. Yeah, there's nothing special That's about That's what I'm 43. telling you, Mario. It 50. Wasn't, it wasn't I'm going to really... be 50 this year. That is. What you, what you... That's going to be a big one. That's a big one. That's a man. Yeah. Me and your daughter share a same birthday. No, you don't. But it's in March. You're both Pisces. Yeah, we're in that area. <laughs> we're in that general. We're, we're, in, we're in the ocean swimming as Pisces. You are. But my point is, no, my... Like... It's not, like I said, usually it's not that big of a deal. It was, I was tired. I was stressed out. I saw this calendar invite with no recognition that it was my birthday. Right. Um, And that's what led to it. It could have been a totally different day and I would have been like, what the hell are you doing? Right. It's my birthday. And it's an easy conversation. But yesterday it was just not. And so we got to recognize when that's happening. So your your shield up, your coping mechanism on that was... I'm going away. I'm going to first I'm going to dig in and be mad and then I'm going to yep. just retreat right. and not talk to you. Um so I I have different coping mechanisms Let's in a situation like that. So I just I just realized I have my own my own coping mechanism that I've been using recently for anxiety. Um anxiety situations, I have something called hoodie therapy. And hoodie therapy for me is I put my biggest well a lot of my hoodies are big on me these days because i've lost so much weight from working out but i put my biggest hoodie on a pair of sweatpants i lay in my bed with my hood over my head very comfortably and i lay there and i'll I'll, i sometimes i put like something on tv but i'm not watching it it's just like white noise Mm -hmm. and that warmth the feeling of warmth and containment around my head and breathing helps me so much get through my anxiety. Um, and I, it's, it's a true thing. Like, and that's me. Like that's everyone awesome. can find their yeah. own little coping mechanisms mm-hmm. on how to get through. Um, I know that breathing, they always say breathing is a good thing. I didn't, or jur- <laughs> David's like, you should journal some of the things that upset you. I'm like, no, that sounds horrible to me. I don't want to journal anything, especially if I'm dealing with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's my coping mechanism. That's how I deal with uh, my anxiety. Um, and uh, maybe it's a little bit avoidant. Like, you know, you're saying that you're avoiding life. I have. That's probably some of it, too. I don't want to deal with the situation at hand right now. Sure. So I'm going to put my hood on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Well, and there's a fine line between avoiding, completely avoiding, and taking the time you need to calm down so you can respond to it. And so you can deal with it because you aren't as in, in a, you're not in as a heightened state as you were before. I, um, I, I on TikTok, I saw a thing on TikTok yesterday and oh. we're going to, we're going to play it. I want to oh, get boy. your, I'm going to get your opinion on what this gentleman's saying I'm here on TikTok. TikTok. It's it, what, what don't, don't worry about TikTok. It's okay. Uh, so give me your opinion on this, uh, Holly. Listen, the more you worry about the past, 
the more you will lose the happiness in the present. I remember, to heal a wound, you need to stop touching it. Namo Buddhaya. Namo Buddhaya. I don't know what that means. Namo Buddhaya. So this, so I I think that you know the learning how to coexist with others in life and relationships and figuring out boundaries and coping mechanisms is get out of the past like things that maybe brought you to a point where you are right now is stop living in the past mm. and i do that so often i go back there i i, I go back to like i should have did this and i should have did that um and i try to be more present and take control of my present day mm mm-hmm. It's hard. It's really, yeah, really, really, really hard. hard. Um, and they always say you should live for today, but it's just like, God, so many of the memories that you have in your head. Yeah. I wish we could do a like control alt delete and like <laughs> <laughs> just like reboot sometimes, you know? But um, only the hard stuff in the back. Just the hard yeah. stuff. Yeah. The good stuff. The good stuff keep. can stay. Like just do a purge yeah. of files yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, and I don't know that it's possible to not live in the past all the time. Like, we also need to process that. So if it hasn't been processed, it's going to continue to pop up. So I don't right. know that it's like, yes, don't. It's not helpful to ruminate. But if you are ruminating, there's a there's a reason. There's something needs to be processed. Something needs to be talked through, healed. So it's a it's a like an indicator light. It's a warning flag. So. In situations that come up on a day-to-day basis, I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. Hold on. I need to think. Hold, please. I, I need you to ask some questions, too. Okay. So, will you, we switch subjects. Wait, this is like, I can't just jump into it raw dogging it like that. Okay. Uh, uh, Holly asking some shit. <laughs> Take one. Go. So we kind of veered off this, the asking for help, but what are your thoughts on asking for help? What are my thoughts for asking for help? Well, nowadays I love talking about what I need and asking, especially in relationships, whether it be um, your husband, wife, partner, friends, asking, mm-hmm. just saying, hey, I'm struggling with this. I think it goes back to, like, how are you today? Fine, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? But just before you get to that point is just reaching out and saying, I'm having a really rough day. And how did you you get there? Because that's really hard for people. How did I get to that That point where where you love doing it now? Uh, So for me, it was um, realizing that I had an issue with my mental health, that I had to take a deep dive in my mental health and understand that, the product of my environment growing up, uh, some of the past traumas that I never dealt with, some of the things that I'd just been burying for years um, and not dealing with them were showing up in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And for years, uh, my loved ones were telling me, you know, you need to maybe go see a therapist or talk to someone. And I'd be like, no, I'm fine. The Italian in me would be like, no, yeah, I'm good. No problems here. Go back to work. Um, I I I don't know how many Italians go to therapy, but probably these days, but back in the generations, <laughs> definitely no, not. No, one, no one went to therapy. Uh, so for me, it was going to therapy and first of all, realizing, looking in a mirror and saying, dude, you have some issues. 
um, you have to take some time to figure out those issues. That was the big step for me. Yeah. Figuring out um, a routine to keep my mental health astute, to keep me, to keep me sharp between the years. Mm-hmm. Working out was a big one for mm-hmm. me. Being able to get that endorphins and keeping my brain moving and functioning. Um, getting rid of uh, dead weight and not only working out mental dead weight and friendship dead weight, mm-hmm. people that drag me down uh, and people that maybe use and abuse me over the years. Yeah. Uh, so I think cleaning house is important. Uh, getting, getting, going into the basement and picking up those boxes that say, don't open, mm-hmm. <laughs> do not open. I think sometimes opening those and getting through those and figuring out why you are the way you are helps you live on a day-to-day basis, yeah. you know? So for me to be able to say, I need some help, it makes me more vulnerable, but it helps me get through the day. Yeah. For me, authenticity is is the biggest way that I have to live these days. I would I would tell people whatever they wanted to hear to make them like me, to feed my ego, to just say, you know what, you know, uh, even this podcast, when people tell me, like, I love the podcast, you and Holly have a great rapport together, more you than Holly. Uh, but Wow. Uh, <laughs> but wow. no, but they- No ego there. No ego there. But when people like in the past were like, "Hey, I love the I love the podcast," I would have been like, "That's this person loves me for making them feel like they love me." Oh. Where nowadays it's like, if something that we say on this podcast that reaches all the way to Australia, um, if it made your day just a little bit better, if you're smiling, you're taking something away from this. I'm so happy just for that. Yeah. Just for that purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's what you do for a living. It's what you do, isn't it? Yeah. You mean just like help? Like, I I mean, I try to be a value in people's lives. Right. Yeah. I mean, That's do you talk meaning. as much like this to your clients uh, as you do in the podcast? I feel like I'm doing a little talking. <laughs> no, that's exactly how a coaching session is. They're like, is. hello, <laughs> tell me about you. And then they, you told me to ask more questions. I know. Yeah. Uh, that was a good question, so though. A question. That was a good. Do you ask for but help? That's what I do. Do I, you ever ask for help? Oh, yeah. I ask for help. I, I do find it hard, though. Like, um, you know, owning a business, that's hard. And I okay. feel like I should be able to do it myself and my business partners. Um, but I find it hard to ask for help or talk about the hard parts of that, even with Jason or even with my family. Sure. Um, because that shows like, I'm not doing it well enough or I'm not successful or whatever. So I have to like process through that and then slap my slap myself and say, okay, no, you can ask for help. Right. Um, I am pretty good about asking for help, like around the house or with just daily life. You know, I've gotten a lot better of telling, just telling Jason, asking Jason, I need help here. Can you do this? Can we figure this out? Versus just being resentful that I feel like I have to do everything. Nice. So that's been, that's really good. So what do you say to, you know, you you hear so many people say like their, you know, their husbands or wives or whatever the case may be, but mostly husbands, you know, when they ask, I need help here. And they're like, well, they're, I, they're out in the garage doing something or they're out with their buddies or they're out this and that, you know, and then you hear the divorced rates are skyrocketing because, you know, what is the first step if you have someone that's maybe not so complacent like Jason or like myself these days Mm -hmm. where it's like, I'm willing to put in the hard work 
for whatever it takes, yeah. you know, what, what would you suggest a first step would be? If um, people are feeling resentful yeah. of their partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, unfortunately it may take several times, but it is continuing to be clear about what you're feeling and what you need. And a you boundary know, almost. Uh, almost like boundaries. Aha! Uh-huh. Funny how. Yeah. Like I am not going to cook and clean. Right. I will do one right. or the other. And that's just a very simple example. Um, I have talked to many, many friends around the idea that a lot of their partners are, well, like, I'm, I'm happy to do anything. Just tell me. And there's a next one, a, a next level down saying, I don't want to have to tell you everything that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I would like you to just be just in it, it with me yeah. and notice it yourself. And that takes conversation and that takes um, a lot of empathy and that takes patience. Um, and it takes the other side saying, okay, I will be more receptive or I will be more observant of what needs to be done. Here's the flip side of it, Holly. Uh, I've noticed that I've been doing that more often these days. It's just kind of like if something has to be done, I've heard that before. It's just like, I shouldn't have to ask, like, it should just be done. So I've started doing like, okay, I'm just going to have to do it. Right. Part of me is like, what if I do it wrong? And then I have to hear thanks, but I have, I still have to do but try it again. Yeah. Like, so that, that's almost like a blocking of mm-hmm. wanting to do it. So I have to ask, like, how would you like this done? Or on the other side, the person who's asking could either be very clear on how they want it done uh-huh. or just let go oh, of control. Yeah, that's true. Just let that shit go. If yeah. you're going to ask somebody to do it, if you're asking your partner for help, you're going to have to probably ease up on that's true. how it's done. That's true. And that's the give and take. You know, it's not... That's where communication comes in too. Right. Constant communication because I I got to the point where I was really resentful and so um again we talk about the armor that goes up and I would just shut down and not talk and I would just be mad. Once I started asking and then it was like, "Well, just tell me what to do." No, that's not that's not the boundary either. Right. I just want I want you to I want to be in it. And that's what I came to is like, I just want to be a team. I want us both to see these things. Um, I want us to ask each other, but we both have to let go too. Yep. He has to let go of how I load the dishwasher. Yeah. And oh my I God. Don't, let let's go not talk of... about dishes, please. I got in so much trouble. Jason watched me load the dishwasher once and, and let's, and he uh, almost let's not be coy. I've been getting in trouble for loading dishwashers for years. Uh, but, but they, they always, always come out clean. clean. Look at us. Like we're so on the same page. <laughs> they, well, sometimes you get one and then you just put it back in. Exactly. I know. Like, is it like, you know, come on. So if you're listening right now and what, what are your thoughts? You could comment on social media or or comment, but like is loading the dishwasher perfectly like perfect. Does he really do it perfectly? I mean, he's really good really, like packing and puzzles and fitting things together. So he can maximize a dishwasher like nobody's business. Does do knives go in the same slot or can you mix up all? You can mix those. Oh, he's fine with that. As long as like spoons aren't connected because then the water can't get through. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Enough well, about that. Okay. Well, uh, let's take a quick break uh, and uh, send things over to the people at F45, and I got to pee. Cool. Take your microphone off this time. 45 minutes of your day, in and out. That's what the 45 stands for. F45 classes are led by trainers who guide members through various exercises and workouts designed to improve strength and cardiovascular fitness, increase calorie burning, boost metabolism 
and enhance overall functional fitness and athletic performance in under an hour. Teen training, life-changing. Join the F45 community today. This is a really great show. Um, It's always fun uh, to be able to dive in and talk about different things that inspire us to maybe inspire others. Yes. Um, I hope it was helpful to somebody. Yeah, especially the two people in Australia that listened. Um, Thank you. you. We love you. Thank you so much for that. For doubling our downloads. um, our, our Minnesota dots are pretty high. That's true. Like we have a lot of Minnesota people, but we have California, Washington, uh, all over the United States, Kansas. We got a, a new Kansas one. Sweet. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and we're really happy that you're here. 236% increase from last week's show or from the first week. So people are starting to listen. They're starting to follow. And uh, if there's things you want us to talk about and you want to be part of the show, let us know. We'd love to have We'd you on. We'd love to hear you. Okay. And the sweaty balls. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why wow. I said that. <laughs> do you remember that skit? This is the sweaty awkward. Balls? I do. The sweaty balls. Um, wow. Way to make it awkward, Mario. So, okay. Well, anyone. Uh, anyone. Anyone. So, anyway, have a good week, everyone. And Holly, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.